So, um, uh, I have something to tell you, and I've been waiting as long as I could because, well, I just, I didn't want to ruin your mood. Oh, no. Are you dying? What? God, God no, I hope not. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. No. I was going to ask if I could have your desk. Well, I guess it's better this way. Glad you're alive, I guess. I'm just, well, I'm, I'm taking a few days away from work, so I'm not going to be on the pin pod for a couple of days. That's it? That was the big buildup? Okay, well, bye. But I swear, if you so much as touch a pin on my desk... Hello, friends, and a very happy Wednesday to you. It is July 26th. Thanks for stopping by for this midweek edition of the Pinpoint Podcast, where temperatures are hot. Let's dive in. So as promised, keeping up with the month of July, as of yesterday, daytime highs, overnight lows considered, 90.2 degrees. That is the average temperature so far for July 2023. A reminder that the hottest July ever of record was last year and 90.9 for an average temperature. Now, looking at the forecast going forward through next Monday, we do anticipate that this will end as the second hottest July of record. Significant because it's the second hottest. More significant because the hottest happened just last year, back to back. But also very significant because of our morning temperatures. We've been talking about this a lot this month. As of yesterday, the average temperature for the low, the average low temperature so far this month, 79.8 degrees. That is 4.9 degrees warmer than what the last 30 years of weather tell us. And remember, our records go back 141 years so far, and I don't think this will change. So far, we have the hottest low average temperature for the month of July that we have ever recorded, and it is those warm mornings that have set the pace. I've said this like a broken record, like the records we've broken this month. It has set the pace for how warm this July truly has been. If you look at the description on the pen pod for today, it says, Hazy, like the IPAs that Max sips on. Shall do not tempt me with the good time. We have Saharan Haze. That we'll get to enjoy for the next couple of days, especially Wednesday and Thursday, highest concentration of this big plume of Saharan dust. You'll notice that in the sunrise and the sunsets and just kind of a more dull shine to the afternoon sky. And if you don't have asthma, emphysema, big time seasonal allergies, it's probably not going to affect you. But if you do have any of those, keep the inhaler, the meds close by just in case. Bluer skies return this weekend. And in the summertime, we're either talking Saharan dust or we're talking actual tropical activity in the tropics. And one system got gobbled up by drier air in the Southern Caribbean. And another one has been deemed not really worthy of development by the National Hurricane Center. That one, though, is still going to bring some rain to the East Coast, stretching from, oh, we'll call that North Central Florida all the way up to the Carolinas over the weekend. Not going to put a total damper on folks that are traveling that way, but it's probably going to be a little bit more rainy than most people would like Saturday, Sunday. Another system, though, that is out in the open Atlantic, the National Hurricane Center says it's worth watching, labeled at about a 30% chance for development into a tropical depression or stronger over the next five to seven days. So we'll keep an eye on that one for you, but uh, it is still way out there and uh, model data not really getting a big handle on that just yet. Doesn't look like a Gulf storm at the very least. Speaking of the Gulf, we're going to get more deeper Gulf moisture to work with as we go into next week. High pressure finally moves off to the east. 
that will allow for some deeper moisture to spill in. Now the problem with that is these slightly lower heat index values that we've been able to quote unquote enjoy over the past couple of days will be out of here. We'll be back talking 108 to even 112 a couple afternoons into early next week. But that again will also open the door for some daily rounds of showers and thunderstorms. Right now, only confident enough to throw in about a 20 to 30% chance, but it's there every day from Tuesday onward through the end of that extended forecast, and I don't see any reason to take it out as we keep going on into the uh, first weekend or even two weekends of August. So overall, the pattern shift does look to take place. It's not going to be a total fix all for your lawns and things like that, but it should help us out a little bit and maybe give us a couple afternoon cool downs. We are cautiously optimistic. By the way, just a quick reminder for you, if you haven't picked up the school supplies for the kiddos yet, school's not that far away. The start of it is coming up pretty rapidly, and we want to make sure that all students across the Brazos Valley and Bryan and College Station have an equal footing to start the year off successful. And to do that, the Junior League of Bryan and College Station is hosting their annual Stuff the Bus School Supply Donation Drive. It kicks off today. You can go take those new school supplies to the Blue Baker on University between 5 and 8 p.m., drop them off, grab you or the family some supper, and then be on your way. They'll be at other locations across both Bryan and College Station for the rest of the week and into Saturday. More details can be found at jlbcs.org. Alrighty, friends, that'll do it here for this Wednesday edition of your Pinpoint Podcast. We'll catch you back here on the next one. Max, Max, get away from my desk. You stay away from those pet Max. 